I'm comedian, writer, and filmmaker Chuck Staten from the punk band Senior Discount. And I'm writer and comedian Brad Rohr from the Providence Improv Guild. And this is the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 544 of the Chuck and Brad podcast. I'm Chuck. I'm Brad. How you doing, Brad? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. We had a big weekend. I'm, yeah. uh, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of responsibility in my life right now. Yep. I'm dealing with the move to Staten Island. Um, I moved on October 30th. I stayed there the 30th, 31st, and the f- November 1st. I drove home the 1st at night to come home on that Monday night so that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday... Me and you could uh, research yep. the uh, the the stuff that we had to do for Rhode Island Comic Con yes. 2021, and then Friday through Sunday was Rhode Island Comic Con. Right. So this week in the podcast, we're going to go through kind of our weekend at Rhode Island Comic Con um, and get into some funny stuff because something funny happened that yes. is going to make up the bulk of this podcast. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so let's see. What do we got? Let's do some. Let's do some. Uh, what do they call it? House cleaning. What do they call that in the beginning? You ever heard that phrase? Yeah, I've heard it. What does it mean? It's usually you kind of talk about uh, the behind the scenes nonsense. No, that's okay. not what it means. House cleaning is like uh, when you say like we got these shows coming up. Follow us on Facebook. Well, we, we say Chuck and Brad updates is what we say. I know, but what is it? Is it house cleaning? What do they say? You never heard this, or you did hear it? I, I've heard it, but in a different context. Really? Yeah. House cleaning means behind the scenes. Interesting. What do you got going on, Brad? Oh, uh, so Friday, November 12th, I think that's a Friday, uh, I will be at the Providence Improv Guild at AS220. Uh, Tickets are $5. I'll be there at 7 p.m. with my group Cletus Doublethink. I think it's also a level three showcase that night, so check ProvidenceImprovGuild.com for ticket information. And on Saturday at 7.30 p.m., I will be at Kismet Improv at Hope Artiste Village in Pawtucket, uh, tickets there are 20 bucks, but you know, send me an email. I'll give you a, a sweet little code to make them $10. Uh, and we'll be there with the Saturday night marquee players, um, as well as one of the house teams. So excited about two different performance opportunities this weekend in the world of improv comedy. Uh, and then I think Saturday, the 20th, Yes. Chuck and I will be the guest, quote unquote, monologists at Kismet Improv for yes. their Saturday night show at 730. Right. Um, so essentially, you know, the audience will give a suggestion. Chuck and I tell a short story about it. People yes. do some improv. We tell another story. They do some more improv. Right. And everyone thinks we're great. Yes. So uh, that will be on Saturday, the 20th. Mm-hmm. It'll be a fun time. For sure. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm going to be working on new stuff. I don't even know what's come out. I've been I've been kind of in a, in a hazy daze. For yeah. the past couple of weeks, because yeah, of the days. yeah, because of the move and all the stuff we were doing, the the, the live podcast we did for Halloween, and um, all the projects that I was rushing along. The, the new Tell Him Steve Dave Halloween special is out. Yep. Uh, the live Tuesdays with stories with Shane Gillis and Sean Patton is out. That's at patreoncom Dave and patreoncom Tuesdays. And uh, more projects will be out soon. Um, yeah, I've just been back and forth between Rhode Island and Staten and uh, Staten Island. Um, and, uh, it's weird because I'm not going to talk about it that much right now. Cause we'll just do Rhode Island comic con stuff, Yeah, but I'm kind of still in the move, right? That first weekend I really brought the furniture stuff and now you have to go around your house and say, well, what do I need? What's all the stuff I need? And it's a million things right. to live, especially when you're like by yourself and taking care of everything yourself. So my car is packed to the fucking gills 
And tonight, after we're done with our podcast session, I'm heading back to Staten Island for, you know, like two weeks until, yeah. uh, well, almost two weeks until I have to come back to do the the improv thing with you. Yes. Um, and then I'll be back for Thanksgiving. That, that whole week of Thanksgiving, I should be back in Rhode Island. Um, and then I'll be back out in Staten Island to film the Black Friday... At the stash. At the, at yeah. the uh, TESC. The general store. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Tesdy Town Studios. There we go. In Hazlitt, New Jersey. I, I feel should like be there. Keep changing names. Midnight Black Friday. So lots of stuff going on. We can talk about that another day. But let's talk about Rhode Island Comic Con. Yes, let's. Uh, our our Comic Con uh, experiences really kind of kicked off in earnest in 2018. Yeah. When we moderated a few different panels. Right. Uh, Billy Zane. Um, Kate and Creed from The Office. Right. Uh, I think, wait, I don't know what else we did. I did MacGyver and his friend that year. Yeah, since we since we do a pop culture podcast a few years ago, I reached out to a bunch of cons and I was like, let us be, let us moderate. Come on, man. Yeah. Put us on, put us on the stage. Yep. We're comedians too, so we can be funny. We can make jokes. Yep. And they said, sure. So we started moderating at Rhode Island Comic Con a while back and uh, we try to do it every year. Obviously, last year was COVID. Um, and this year they asked us back and they said to us, here are the panels we want you to do. Because basically what they do is, you know, a Comic-Con, like Rhode Island Comic-Con, which is a huge one. I think the last recorded attendance was 80,000 people. Right. And they, what they do is they get celebrities, they book them for the whole weekend. And coming up to the con, certain ones drop off, certain ones are there for different days, whatever. And they try to make a schedule of panels, but that might change. Right. So, that you know, they might be working with different, you know, let's say eight different groups of moderators or something, right? right? So Brad and I are one of the groups. They're the Chuck and Brad podcast are going to moderate some con- some uh, panels. So they said to me and uh, Brad, will you, will you guys moderate the clerks reunion panel? Of course. Which We'd will love be, to. yeah, Brian yeah. O'Halloran, Dante, Jeff Anderson, Randall, Marilyn Gigliotti, Veronica, um, Trevor Furman, who played Elias in Clerks 2, who else was it? It was uh, Scott Schiaffo. Scott Schiaffo. Yep, of course. Uh, played Clerks the Chuli, Chuli's Gum representative. Yep, that's right. And uh, Kevin Wiseman. Right. Who had a confrontation from, in Randall and, with, with Randall and Clerks, too. Yes. And they're like, well, you guys do that. Like, and, and, you know, they were like, you know, you're involved with Kevin's stuff, so you, it makes sense to you do it. I said, sure. And they said, well, you guys also do a Supernatural-based panel, the TV show Supernatural, and a Titans-based panel, the, the show Titans. So... I was like, oh, I don't really know those things that well. And Brad was like, let's do it. Let's do it. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And so uh, we took on those panels. In fact, I think I only said yes to one. Yeah. I was like, oh, we'll take one of them. We'll take this one. And they were like, can you do this one too? I said, sure. So going in, we knew clerk's panel, nice and easy. That's going to be really easy because we're very familiar with the movies. Right. We know Brian O'Halloran already. I know Scott Schaffo a little bit. And, uh, you know, we could do that at the drop of a hat because we know the movie so well. Right. The Supernatural and Titans ones, we weren't, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know them. I didn't know the shows. I know the shows are super popular and super successful, right. but I didn't know the storyline, so it was hard for us to do that. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to come home a few days early so Brad and I could watch some of these shows, look up the actors and actresses, make notes and say, like, what should we do? And, you know, to let you behind the scenes a little bit, you never know how many people are going to show up. You do not. Or how vocal they're going to be. That's true. So sometimes you ask two questions and then you throw to the audience and the audience asks ask questions for the rest of the panel. Yeah, these are like 45-minute panels. Right. Yep. But we've been in panels where there were no audience questions and we had to keep the conversation going 
the entire time. Yes. Which is hard. Yeah. Especially if you don't know the property. That's true. So, you know, I'm always, I always err on the side of more preparation. Right. Um, and so, you know, we pretty much, I think we found a good middle ground this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and then of course I reached out to, uh, not of course, but I reached out to Kevin Smith's people because Kevin Smith was coming to Ryland Comic-Con. He was doing his own ticketed panel. And I was like, do you guys want me to film the panel and we'll release it? Like I'll get an audio recording. I'll film it with three cameras and we'll put it up on either that Kevin Smith club.com or his YouTube, whatever you guys want. And they said, sure, let's do that. So, um, you know, we were filming that movies pop up, you know, Kevin's fictional right. place. They were coming to Rhode Island. So Kevin's people called me and they're like, listen, they want us to go at uh, Trinity beer garden. Do you think that's a good idea? Should we do it? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And, uh, I hope it went well. I don't know how it went, but yeah, I, no I did idea. see a lot of people there though. Right. So, I was like, yeah, I think that'd be cool. So I hope that went well. But it was a really big View Askew, Kevin Smith presence at Comic-Con this year. Right. Rhode Island Comic-Con 2021. Um, you know, movies pop up, Kevin's panel, Jason Mewes had his own panel, and there was a Clerks Reunion panel. Right. So I was like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yes. What time did we get there on Friday? Friday night, you got there before I did because you wanted oh, to set yes. up your cameras because, so, because you were there to film and I was there to hang out with Chuck. Yes. So basically... Um, I went there to go film the panel, like I was talking about, and uh, Gina, who is now like ex-girlfriend, but we're really trying to keep it, uh, we're trying to be supportive and positive and stay close, was also there for Motif Magazine, which is a magazine that Gina and I both write for. She was there taking pictures, and she saved my ass, because since I'm in the middle of this move, I have three locations where I keep my stuff. House in Rhode Island and Warren, Rhode Island. Apartment in Staten Island, New York. Office in Riverside, Rhode Island. And because I'm moving everything around, I don't have everything in one place. I got there. I had. I got to the con. I had everything. I didn't have my fucking SD cards. Yeah. And I spent like two nights going through them, deleting old stuff, moving stuff around, writing down how much space is on this one to move this over here. SD cards are a fucking pain in the ass. If you're a videographer or a photographer or whatever photographer you are, Write in, chuckandbradgmail.com. How do you keep track of your SD cards and what's on them and, and, and how you back things up? Because, holy shit, you can't, I, you can't write on them. They're too small. I'm a stenographer. <laughs> you can't write on them. And the thing is, I'll be like, oh, there's, there's 48 gigs left on this. So if there's files on this one that are 46 gigs, I can move them off this one and put them on this one. And then this one will be free. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's fucking pain in the ass. I spent two nights doing it and I forgot the SD cards. I'm all pissed off. I'm all shook up like Elvis uh, Presley. Um, oh, that Elvis. And uh, Gina was there and I was like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, I have some SD cards. And she luckily had enough. So she really saved me that night. I'm yeah. going to have to get her something to say thank you. Um, and uh, my dad's emailing me about work right now. I can't. Can I, can I ask you a question? Let me pause this. Have you ever been in a point in time in your life where you're like, I have too much responsibility? Yes. I recognize that. And as an adult. And so I should say I can't have this much responsibility. Yes. But there's nothing that you can say no to. Yes. Every August when you ask me to do a show. Yes. What do you do? I do it all. And you're pissed? Yeah. Are you a dick? Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you're the recipient of that. I know you are. <laughs> anyway, that's how I feel right now. And it's really, you know, it's based around the move stuff. Yeah. Because the move is really time consuming, you know, and that's been something that's been kind of spread out over the past three weeks or whatever. Right. So it's just really, really a lot. Anyway, sorry. Didn't mean to get off track. 
Gina saved me, got the thing set up, set up the cameras. You know, Brad is there to essentially be like, oh, Brad, can you like look at this camera? Just make sure it doesn't shut off. Yep. It's still recording, yep. whatever. Um, and uh, we're all good to go. And it's probably like it's probably supposed to start at maybe eight o'clock. It's supposed to start at eight. The the Warriors had a panel. The the yeah. from the movie in the the nineteen seventies, uh, maybe early eighties, uh, had a panel that ended at seven thirty, and then they take a half an hour to sanitize the room for the next batch of people coming in. So the next panel started at eight. Warriors finish. You know, Chuck plugs in the audio recorder. He's got all three cameras set up. We're all good. The con itself has a camera pointed at the stage to display on a giant. LED screen behind so that everyone in the room can see the stage, see what's going on. And, uh, and that's set up. So I'm, I'm, uh, you know, not a, not a cameraman. I don't know how to focus or what an, uh, SLR is, but, uh, I'm, I, I can look at a thing and see if there's still a little recording light. So I'm like, I'll take the least important angle. Chuck can bounce back and forth between the main angle and the other side angle. Uh, and that's fine. Right. So we're getting ready. And uh, one of the organizers who helped us, like, you know, who helps us do Our this buddy. stuff, talks to me and he's like, okay, did you talk to Brad? Uh, you guys can go up whenever you want. Now, let's flash back <laughs> briefly. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you At like about? 7.40, he came up to me and said, hey, Kevin's running about 10 to 15 minutes late. Do you guys think you can go up there and, uh, you know, do some stuff, entertain the crowd? And I'm like, yes. And then immediately afterwards, because Chuck is, is working on camera stuff. I see him go over and talk to Chuck and I'm like, Oh, he's asking Chuck the same question he asked me. And so I don't talk to Chuck about it because, you know, and also I don't want to distract Chuck because for, for Chuck, the important thing is getting the footage. That's what he's being paid to do. So them saying, Hey, can you stall for 10 to 15 minutes? No big deal. So then, you know, Chuck comes up to me. He's like, what did you, what did you, what did you, what did you say we would do? And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I said, we'd go up there and entertain the crowd. No big deal. Yeah. And he's, and, and then the organizer's like, yeah, 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, he said 10 to 15. And so there's like, what, 150 people in the room at that yeah, point? Yeah, probably. And we're on a big, you know, it's on a big stage with a big screen. And I'm like, so we're just going to go on stage and like, just kind of do whatever. And I, and it's weird because part of me is like, I don't want to do that. But part of me is like, oh, this will be really funny. Right. Like in terms of like it's a forced responsibility. And it's like also like it's it's good. I got to be honest. I like being put in difficult situations. And this was. And this was really one. So I was like, fine. I made sure that the uh, well, let's let, how about, I'll just yeah. I'll just say. So we went backstage. Yep. And I was like, what do you want to talk about? And Brad's like, oh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm like, OK. Mike goes up, our buddy, one of the organizers, and he's like. All right, guys, uh, Kevin's running a little bit late because he's taking pictures with the people that paid for photography. And uh, so but we got two people that work with Kevin that work with Vueskew and uh, he's, they're going to they're going to talk to you guys for a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen Ch from the Chuck and Brad podcast, Chuck and Brad, we walk out on stage and people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, they were fine. And we just kind of talked and joked and told stories and got some audience participation, some audience participation. And we're stuck up there for 40 minutes. Yeah. 40 minutes. Yep. So, you know, and it's funny because I don't want to tell anybody what we said because there's going to be a surprise at the end of this episode. Yes. See if you can guess what it is. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think we did pretty damn good. I also think we did uh, really well. I think uh, we did considering pretty the good. circumstances and it's just me and Brad on stage and we're just 
riffing with the crowd. We're asking them questions. We're asking for stories. We're telling stories. And eventually, uh, one of the people that works there, Celte, was yeah. like, all right, you guys, he's, he's on his way. And she took us off stage. And uh, it was like 40 minutes. Went out to uh, to get the cameras ready. And over the course of the weekend, I had a ton of people coming up to me and being like, oh, you guys were awesome at the oh, yeah. of the Kevin Smith panel. Yeah. Which felt great. You know what feels bizarre to me is that I have been on stage for shorter periods of time yeah. with prepared stuff and I like get sweaty. Yeah. This zero sweat. I, no, I could have no. come out of a, a commercial for secret deodorant. <laughs> pH balanced for a Brad. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was like. But I, I just was confused as to why I wasn't more nervous or sure. why I wasn't more flop sweaty. For sure. And I think it, it helps that there are two people up there and, you know. Yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I was pretty happy with how we did. And let's just say at the end of the episode, you're going to be able to judge for yourself. Wait, not going to say, say what it not is. Not going to say what it is. Not going to say what it is yet. But. So, you know, I filmed Kevin. Um, he probably went for like another two hours. Yeah. Uh, he was great. Super funny. Oh, obviously, as always. Yeah. Just as always. Um, at the end of the panel, oh, the whole clerks cast crashed the panel and yes. showed up and answered some questions too, which was really cool and fun. Um, and I think I was able to capture that really well. So that'll be, I think we're going to put that on that Kevin Smith club.com, nice. but I'll be working on that this week. Um, really fun time Friday night. Do we just go home? What do we do? We, uh, well, first of all, before we left, they said, Hey, Oh, could, could we, we can probably tell this story, right? Which one? They're like, hey, Shatner is having a 90th yeah. birthday celebration. Yeah. Do you guys want to present him with his cake and maybe let, you know, like lead the audience in singing happy birthday? Yeah. And we're like, yes. <laughs> and again, it's one of those things where it's like, this will be a funny story. Where yeah, will this end up? It's so, it's so bizarre. Like such a yes. weird request. And yes. like why Chuck and Brad and you know then we were making jokes about how happy he would be to see us and like <laughs> yeah, and he was like this is the last time that Chuck Brad and William Shatner are going to be at stage together you know should we smash his face in the cake right. things like that and, like, and if we did would he die right. and 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 this wasn't a sure thing and we're like just for call sure. us in the morning and let us know what to do yes which was really annoying for me because I haven't been getting good sleep for weeks now right like weeks and weeks and weeks I've been sleeping like very little and I was like I really want to sleep in I guess I'll set, and, and the thing is, if we have to be there for what time, 11? 11? 11.15, yeah. So th so we were like doing the math backwards. We're like, all right, like 15 minutes walk over from the parking garage where we have to park. Um, half an hour to drive where, there from where we are. Yep. Half an hour for a shower, 15 minutes for this. And so it's like, I'm, I'm setting my alarm for 9.30 or yep. maybe even earlier, maybe 9.15. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I don't want to wake up at this time. Like, like I went to bed at like quarter of four that night. And I was like, well, I'll set it for early. And then I'll call Brad or Brad will text me and let me know because right. he was going to be in contact with you. Yeah. And I woke up early. No answer. No answer. We, me and Brad meet up. I take a shower. I'm up early. We go to get coffee. I get back in the car. And we're like, Brad's like, I just got the word. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, let's go up. I was nervous. We were going to be interviewing clerks, the clerks that day. So, yeah, yeah I wasn't that nervous that yeah. day. But I was still like, we still have to get our other questions ready and all of our other right. stuff for the Supernatural panel, the Titans panel. Go up. We watched the end of the Shatner panel. We he, watched, he was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, you know. We uh, we did the clerks panel in the main room, the big room yeah. again. I think that went super well. Yeah. We, I think we, really we, watched, well. we watched Muse's panel. Yes. And Muse then, Muse. and then uh, you know, had everything ready for the clerks panel. Did that. It was great. Everyone spoke. Uh, O'Halloran, you know, 
gently teased me. Oh yeah. Uh, Jeff Anderson was awesome. So funny. Yeah, super funny. And we record we recorded that one, and we filmed it from yes. a couple angles. So if all comes to fruition. Hopefully very soon you'll have a full length video of the Clerks Reunion panel from Rhode Island Comic Con with Brad and I on stage yes. uh, with them moderating. Hopefully that happens. I think it will. Um, but that was great. Went really well. I never met Marilyn, Jeff, oh, all, a bunch of them. Yeah. And they were all really nice. So that was great. Yeah. We went upstairs. We met all the other people we were going to interview. Yes. From the Titans, from the Titans, from Supernatural. Yes. And they were all wicked nice. That really put me at ease. Is that, did that happen to you? I think so. Yeah, I think it helps. You know, we, we and uh, Kim Rhodes, uh, who was on Supernatural, among many other shows, she was the mom on The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She said, you know, I've done a bunch of cons and no host has ever introduced themselves to me before, right. uh, before the panel. So like, and, and that made me feel good of yeah, like, oh, this is us going above and beyond what's expected. Right. And, uh, and doing so in a way to just... I don't know. It just it just felt good to be acknowledged like that. And so, For you know, sure. we, we talked with uh, our two Supernatural people and our three Titans people. Yeah. Walked around and got food, uh, oh, which, yeah. which was key. I was I was dying. Was that Papaginos? That was Papaginos. Oh, that was so fucking. So it was so funny. So so they were. So, by the way, let's just say this too: the people at Rhode Island Comic Con, tons of the staff, people yeah. I didn't know were like, you guys saved us on Friday when Kevin was late. Going up there for 40 minutes, it was so incredible. Thank you so much. Like, we're going to, we, like, thank you so much. How can we repay you? All yeah. this stuff. And we're like, wow, thank you very much. And they're like, here's a bunch of food vouchers. Yeah. So you can, you don't have to pay for food. So we're right. like, okay. So we were looking around, looking around. I'm like, I don't want to eat that shitty sandwich. I don't want that fucking salad. You were being pretty diva-ish. And I was like, ooh, chicken things. And I'm like, where'd those things come from? And I go to, I, I tap a girl on the shoulder. I'm like, hey, where'd those things come from? And she's like... Well, she's, she's like, like, did you just say things? <laughs> she's like, uh, she's like, well, I'm not sure where they came from, but if you go over to the Dunkin' Donuts Center, which is another building that is part of the Rhode Island Comic Con, they have Papaginos in there, and you can use your food vouchers at Papaginos. And I was like, Mama Mia, Papaginos, a pizza place, yes, uh, nor- Northeast Pizza Chain. That's right, and I and I love Papaginos. I was like, yes, let's go over there. So we go over there, marching over. First of all, we thought that all the Papaginos were closed. It was, yeah, it was like 5.02 p.m. We're like, did we miss it by two minutes? Because a bunch of places were closed. Yeah. Go over to the Papaginos. It's these two older women, you know, bordering on elderly. I'll say this. So the food vouchers, one was $12 and one was $5. Yes. And uh, we, you know, we each had a $12 and a $5. The cost of a pizza was $10. The cost of a bottle of water was $5, which is... Highway robbery. Yes. And so the women were like, it said, you know, so Chuck gets his bottle of water. He gets his, his pizza and the women are like, all right, you owe us 40 cents. And Chuck's like, the pizza's $10 and the water's five. How do I owe you 40 cents? And she does the math. She's like, oh, okay. It's 1620. I loved her, her doing that math, like with like, like adding up the numbers individually. Yes. Did you love that? I did. <laughs> I loved it. And, and I, I'm like, oh, they don't, they, they're thinking that that the 12 is just for the pizza yeah. and the five is for the water, but because there's tax on the water, then it's 540 and they can't figure out be a bit. And partly because I don't think they have the agency to figure it out. I think they're intellectually capable of it. I just don't think they have the power to say, Oh, we're going to use 40 cents from this voucher to cover the tax of 40 cents on this. Right. So they're, they're going back and forth and they have, it is, it, it was like Lucy and Ethel. <laughs> But like sadder than that. Oh yeah. 
Uh, and so they're trying to figure it out. So finally they have to call in a supervisor, Denise. Yeah. And so they're like, Denise, Denise. Well, it's funny because they were right. doing this whole thing. They're like, you can't use that. Blah, 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 blah. And they're, they go like, they're like, they're like, you owe me 40 cents. And I'm like, I'm like, how do I owe you 40 cents? This is, this is $15 worth of food. I gave you $17 worth of voucher. She's like, hold on, hold on. She's adding up. She goes, okay. So she goes, you have 80 cents left over. Um, she goes, but we're not giving you any change. And she yeah. was like really weird about it. And I go, all right, what do you got for 80 cents? Yeah. Like just a teaser because she was kind of weird. Yeah. She's like, nothing. And I'm like, what about a, quarter, a half a peanut butter You're cup? You're like leaning over the counter and pointing at the peanut butter cup. <laughs> yeah, I was really trying to make a matter, which which I don't think you liked. I, I, I was just so hungry at that point. <laughs> and I was like doing that. And then uh, they were like, well, what if I do this? Well, what about this? And they're arguing. I go, what are you guys doing? A comedy act back there? And they were like, they ignored me, but they heard me. Yeah. And they were like, Denise, Denise. And I'm like, Denise, Denise. And uh, they were done with me. Oh, yeah. They were for they were sure. Abs- so Denise came out. And she's like, fold the two vouchers together and just write cheese, pizza, and water, and we'll know it's for both. And I'm like, or just write water on the $5 one yeah. and cheese, pizza on the other one uh, and accept that it'll all come out in the wash. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm like, I have the same, like, I'm, I'm like the exact same order, exact same process, please. And, and so Chuckistan is still giggling oh, at his that. own actions. Yeah. And, uh, and then the, the women say to Chuck, like, and don't come back and realize how harsh that sounds. And they said something to try and soften it. We're just kidding. Yeah. yeah something really like bad. that, yeah, but they, they were not kidding. They were not. And, uh, and you know, we laughed and went over and ate our, our substandard Papaginos pizza. Yeah, it was not Papaginos at all. And, uh, and drank our water. For sure. And then, uh, you know, I, I maybe we took one lap around the show floor. We talked with our friends at the Comedy Connection booth. Yep. Um, it was great seeing them. Yeah, it was great. And, uh, and then I think we headed out with the idea that the after party would be later. Yeah, so I went home and I tried to take a nap because I, I had slept for five hours. We were, you know, we were on stage for the clerk's panel. I had to fight with the old ladies. Went home, tried to nap, couldn't nap. Came back to the after party. Um, Brad was like, "We we went to uh, we went to the Galactic Theater in Warren because we were trying to catch this comedy night that's at this this very small, really cool bar in Warren that I like a lot." Yeah, it was where we did uh, Christmas 2019. Yeah, we did a live podcast, the King of Christmas, Christmas where Brian Bowden and I were crowned the kings of Christmas <laughs> over Chuck and Ray. Well, I don't know about that. No, I, I have a scorecard magneted to my fridge. Anyway, this place is in like five minutes walking distance of my house. And our buddy Kirsten Logan, who was at Comic-Con yep. with the Comedy Connection booth, the comedy club that we perform at, she hosts a show at the Galactic Theater. So I was like, let's go catch the end of it. We missed yeah. the end of it. Showed up. We're leaving to go. I'm like, Brad, don't come if you don't want to come to the after party. Because we're going back up to Providence. You know, We're parking around somewhere near the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Yep. We're going back in. And Brad's like, I'm going to go. And I'm like, you don't have to go. And he's like, I'm going. I said I'd go. I was like, you never said you'd go. Don't, you don't have to go. And he's like, I'm going. He went. Now I'm being a friend to my friend. friend. Good friend. Yeah. Sometimes at night I'll take a very small amount of like edibles. Right. To relax. I I also take them, but like it's Cheez-Its and Cheez-Its are edible. (laughs) They are edible. So they count. But I mean, I'm talking a small amount. Like THC infused Cheez-Its. I buy them from like an actual dispensary and they're like bottled and it's like, you know, there's like five milligram gummies and I took like one and I take like one and a half. Right. Barely at night. So it's like seven milligrams. Right. Um, so I took those and I was like, this is normal, you know, whatever at the after party. And we're in line to get a drink. And Brad buys me a rum and Diet Coke. Yep. And I took a sip and I was like, this is a strong, strong drink. Right. Um, and the after party at Rhode Island Comic Con is basically like 
you know, they have a DJ. Was our buddy DJ Vito Corleone? We knew him too. It sounds like we know everybody. Yeah, in this. it's a f- former uh, former guest on the podcast from boy, 2016 somewhere. Yes, I don't know the episode number. I apologize. Yes, um, and uh, he's a great dude. And uh, you know, he's pl- honestly, I thought the music was actually great. Like I thought, like did yeah. you, there was a halftime version of one song that was awesome. I forget what it was, but so I got a feeling. Or, yeah, yeah. It was, I got a feeling. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. You know, hanging out with O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson. Uh, there's a couple people there we know. We saw Celte for a minute, but she went back up to her room immediately. Yeah, uh, we're hanging out, and I'm like drinking my drink, and like I'll be honest, I don't really drink alcohol, and one of the reasons is because it takes a lot for me to drink and like actually feel anything from it, and it's too much and it makes me sick. But I had one drink and I was like, I'm feeling it a little bit. I'll say this. So, you know, we're, we're walking around. Uh, I have tried to pour my Diet Coke into Chuck's rum and Diet Coke uh, to make it less strong as though that would help somehow. It, it, it didn't. I didn't understand what he said. I was trying no, to mitigate here's the what taste. It, here's what it does. Yeah, that yeah. helps the taste. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're right. Uh, but we were walking, walking around and a, a gentleman named Justin, right? Uh, yeah. yes, Justin, it starts with a J and I said, Jacob, and it's definitely Justin, uh, came up to us and he's like, I loved what you guys did at the oh. Kevin Smith thing. Let me buy you a round. Right. And so we're like, Oh, I forgot about this well, because I'm, I was I'm, feeling it already. Right. I'm like, wow, wow thank I you, totally, Justin. I totally forgot about this. And we had teased telling a story that we're not supposed to tell on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we had teased that at the Kevin Smith thing. <laughs> and he's like, I just wish I could hear that story. So we told Justin the story. Right. Uh, and then went over and, you know, bought another round of drinks. Mm-hmm. And as Chuck is purchasing his second drink, I he's like, I just really felt that first drink. I, it was, it was honestly, it was after I ordered it. Yeah. But then before, before you, got you gave it, it to yeah. me and I was like, wow, I really feel like in a way that I've really never felt one drink. Right. And I guess it was mixing with this, the, the edible stuff. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is quite a bit. So, um, we hung out and then you disappeared into the night. I did. I did. I, I don't uh, remember what happened in I, terms I, of you leaving. I said, uh, you, you were talking with uh, some tell them Steve Dave folks. Um, really? Like some some fans, uh, Steve Rogers and and the like. Oh yes, yeah, yeah CJ Cullen. Yes, yeah. And uh, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm heading out. Are you okay? And you're like, yep. And I'm like, who you? Oh yeah, I remember and, talking to them. Yeah, and I and I left. Um, then I, I went on. I was I, then I was by myself. I had my own adventure the whole night. Yeah, it was like the movie by myself. Adventures in babysitting. It Except was. without the babies to say. I went all over the city in an Uber. It was crazy. Car broke down. You wore Thor's helmet. I honestly, I never. It's a Playboy magazine <laughs> at some point. I don't remember the movie. <laughs> I really, it's funny because they don't know what's true and what's not. I, I really called an Uber, which I never get Ubers. Right. I don't think, I don't know if I've ever ordered an Uber before. I, I signed up for Uber. I left. I came back hours later by myself the whole night. Yep. Just completely by myself. Uh, it was a really weird night. Um, I went and I got a Milky Way and, and a bag of salt and vinegar potato chips. Nice. And I ate those together. Good, yeah. Good comp. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, combo. And uh, I guess combo is already short for combination, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and you're further, you're, you're shortening it to the word comb, <laughs> but pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> went home and I, and I fell asleep, woke up. We had to be back at the Comic-Con kind of early. Uh, 11.30 was our panel. So I woke up probably around 9.30. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. So I woke up early again. We got our we got our stuff ready. 
Um, we were at the panel really early. Uh, no, we were there at 1115 and, oh. I, and I wanted to be there at 1105. Oh, wow. But, but we made it. We like, still just no, stood there. No negative consequences. We, yeah. we got there just as uh, our, our buddy Mike was texting us or Michael yes. was texting us. Are you guys here? Yes. Right. And, and like we walked around the corner and there he was. Yeah. So we took some, we took our questions. We had already met the people from this panel. Yeah. The Titans panel. The Titans panel. We'd already met them. They were nice. Alan Richardson was eating some French toast. I was yep. really jealous. I really wanted to ask him for a bite. But I knew it would be inappropriate to ask for the bite of French would, toast. Yes, uh, it was. It was Savannah Welch who plays Barbara Gordon on the show. Yes, Curran Walters who plays uh, Jason Todd slash Red Hood on the show, and yes. Alan Richson who played Hawk on the show. Yes, uh, among many other roles for all of them. Yeah, and we came out. Crowd was awesome. They were super funny. Oh yeah, I feel like we in, we in, injected ourselves the right amount. Yep, very happy with how we were. Um, and uh, I had a couple zingers. So you did. You I really was, did. I was pretty proud of myself. And again, this is another panel that has been audio recorded and yes. will be released as a podcast sometime in the near future. Right. If you like Titans and you're like, oh, I want to hear what Chuck and Brad said to the Titans. Well, you're going to find out. And honestly, it's, it's you know, Chuck had talked about this uh, where he's like, you know, I don't I don't know the show well, but after meeting the people, I'm like, I should watch that show. These people are great. Yeah, I really did like them a lot, especially Savannah Welch. She whispered to me and. You know, I mean, she took my arm as we were departing the stage. So which one of us is she in love with? I mean, the whisper was pretty sensual. I, I mean, but it's not a physical touch. I think I think the lips graze my earlobes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, that went great. A couple hours later. I mean, we walked around for a short amount of time. Yeah, we went to Starbucks. Yeah, we saw our, right. our buddy Craig DePina from the Needless to Say podcast. Great talked dude. with him for a little bit. Yep. And uh, we went back. And, you know, during the weekend, we saw a bunch of people yeah. that, we saw that we're not mentioning. Went back, did our Supernatural panel. They added someone last minute. Yeah, it was scheduled with Osric Chow, uh, who plays Jason in the show, and yes. Kim Rhodes, who plays Sheriff Jody in the show. Yes. And, Both wicked nice to us. Right. And so they walk up and they're like, oh, yeah, we added Emily to the panel. And I'm like... Cool. And you know who that is, by the way? It's the person in Mandalorian who makes all the weapons. Emily Swallow. And I didn't Snack know that. Yeah, I did not either. Um, Isn't that... She, she commented on my picture today. Oh, that's great. She's like, she goes, you guys were perfect, something like that. Oh, she said great. something really nice about us hosting. Nice. But I'm like, this, this person is in Mandalorian. She uh, she was a sweetheart. But it was definitely Amazing. a, a thing so where, nice. where I was not prepared. And I'm like, you know what? None of our questions are really like character specific. specific. Yeah. So... I think we're fine. Yeah, me too. Um, I feel the same way. All three of them, you know, went out. Same thing. Audience right. was was in in for it. Right. Uh, like a perfectly timed panel where all the people who were in line got to ask questions. Yes. Some really awesome questions, great answers, like mm -hmm. amusing anecdotes. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I, I'm rooting for all the people we met this weekend where I'm, sure. I'm like, well, let's write a movie that stars these six people. Yes, for sure. And us. Yes. Um, they were. Yeah, they were so nice. Everyone was so nice. Yeah. Talked to Osric about him opening restaurants in Canada. Yeah, in Vancouver. Very, very cool. Um, and he was like, all right, he's like, what, what should I get around here? And I was like, get, go to Los Andes. He's like, well, what's specific to the area? I was like, clam cakes and chowder. You got to get coffee milk. Here's some wieners. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. And um, great time. We kind of felt, I, I don't know how you felt. I felt pretty relieved after all that. Yeah, I think so. So we walked around. We finally saw some art. We were looking at different things. And um, I got a I got a, a movie shirt because I'm like, oh, this weekend had so much to do with the View Askew stuff, right. with us having to open for Kevin, me filming Kevin, us doing the Clerks panel. I was like, let me get a Movies Rhode Island Comic Con 2021 shirt. That makes sense. Yeah. Got that. 
Um, oh yeah, we've got triple murder burger. Well, I guess yeah. I got a double murder burger. Yeah, double murder burgers at Haven Brothers. At Haven on, Brothers on Friday night, which after. is like a greasy trailer place that's open. It's like a it's like a Providence institution. Yeah, we never. I've honestly maybe gone there three times in the past ten years. Yeah, but it's fun to go there once yeah, in a while. We had a good time. And uh, just overall, you know, and, and continuing talking a, to... Didn't I have a, an unhoused individual scream at me there? I think that that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, you know, then the con was kind of coming to a close. And I got to say, incredibly positive weekend, right? Oh, yeah. Is that how you felt? I really did. I, uh, I you know, it's, it's tough. Way, I was exhausted. I passed oh, out, like, a yeah. lot. On, on, at nights, I yeah. would just, like, pass out. I was... Uh, I'm not really. I, I was probably the most nervous about Supernatural, yeah, uh, because their fan base to me is is so encompassing, and the lore of the show is so confusing. Mm-hmm. It's two hundred and fifty something episodes over fifteen seasons, right. and Chuck and I had watched literally two of them, yeah, uh, front to back, beginning to end, soup to nuts, yeah. and I was like, if if specific things come up from the plots that we're supposed to know we're dead and okay. and the audience, you know, not that they're going to turn on us, but, uh, no, the audiences were great. Yeah. Um, very helpful. I was, uh, I, I was pleased that we comported ourselves well. Yeah. I like that we, you know, talked to Michael Moore because he, Michael Moore, Michael space M O R E. Yeah. Our contact at yes. Comic Con. Uh, because he's just a, a genuinely good dude. Yeah. And, uh, just kind of rooting for him, made friends with our buddy Celte. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then we went down, we watched the cosplay contest, which I've never seen before. Oh, yeah. The only, cos- yeah. The only cosplay contest we had seen it was at a, a different con yeah. where they were setting up in the back of the room as Chuck and I were trying to do a comedy show. Yes. Yeah, Ugh. we went over there. Well, Jordan, my, so my buddy of many years, my roommate who uh, lives in my house in Warren, he was coming and we were texting. And so I'm like, oh, we'll just go to the Comic Con and the cosplay contest and waste time. Yeah. <clears throat> My messages never got to him. I was I switched over to Android Messenger. Yeah, they none of them went, got through to yeah. him, and uh, we just kind of were there for the last hour, and it was a lot of fun. But yeah, very positive like, weekend. Uh, such amazing costumes. Oh yeah, and, for sure. Uh, it was really fun, and and uh, seeing like all these things up close, and seeing how nervous the people were to yeah. like go on stage and walk across, and I'm like, yeah. you're only up there like forty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was it was really good. Very positive weekend. Everyone I was kid. super thankful. Yeah, they, you know they wanted they talked to us about you know, possibly doing more video work with the con and being more involved in the future. And that's always, that's always fun. The celebrities were great. The people we know were great. Yeah. We talked to O'Halloran about doing our clerks, Bradley drawn at Smodcastle. He's like, let's set it up. And he was talking to me about it yeah. very seriously at the end. So nothing but good things this weekend. I yeah. say, you feel the same way? I, uh, I agree. It, uh, not it, much to, not much to be, uh, a Debbie Downer. Yeah, about. Didn't, didn't get uh, fired from any panels from any washed up rock stars. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, because we because we tried to tell a story and we're stopped. We're gonna close the podcast today with the audio that we captured from Chuck and Brad opening for Kevin Smith. Yes, Chuck Save and Brad. It. Chuck and Brad stall for Kevin Smith. Chuck and Brad stalling for forty minutes. Uh, we're closing with that audio today. I've never listened to it yet. No idea what it sounds like. So I'm gonna edit it in here. I hope you guys like it. This is where uh, our podcasting is gonna end, and we're gonna switch yes. over to this. Um, 
but maybe it'll be fun. I hope it translates yep. to a podcast. Sure. If you have if you have questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise, send us an email, chuckandbrad at gmail.com. I'll also say, if you want to get in on our Monster Mash drawing, we still haven't uh, drawn it, so you can email yes. us oh, yeah. with the subject line, I want my Monster Mash. Include your uh, your name yes. and your mailing address. I have the spreadsheet ready to go. Let me, let me just explain yeah. this real quick. We had a Halloween show where we ended with a live reading of a script I wrote called Monster Mash the Movie. And uh, there's three scripts, Brad, me, and Ray Harrington, our buddy who was on stage with us, as well as the X-rated Monster Mash lyrics that Brad read at the end. Yes. We're giving all these things away. You email us at chuckandbrad at gmail.com with the subject line, I want my Monster Mash. We're going to do a random drawing of people and sign all that stuff, which I don't have with me. That's all right. We're going to do when I come back. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to send it out to people as like a surprise thing. So just write in. I want my Monster Mash. Put your address in the uh, in the body of the email and you might win the, you know, the scripts and the, the lyrics. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but right now we're going to switch over to Chuck and Brad at Rhode Island Comic Con 2021. Kevin Smith should be taking the stage. And what you're going to hear is Chuck and Brad being introduced instead and what we had to do on stage to stall before Kevin came out. Deuces. Good evening, Rhode Island Comic Con. Let's hear it. Oh, what a what an 18 months it's been. Two years since we've been on this stage, and I am so glad to be back. You guys glad to be back at Comic Con or what? Oh. <laughs> My name's Michael. I'm the program director for Rhode Island Comic Con, and I put together all of the panels and everything here with my team. So on behalf of Rhode Island Comic Con and Altered Reality Entertainment, we want to thank you for coming back out, for braving this pandemic world and joining us here at uh, the Convention Center, the Dunk, and the Omni Hotel. I do have to say, Kevin's running a little late, which is why a lot of these VIP seats are empty, because there's still some photo ops happening. So we're not, he's not canceling, he's coming, I promise, and there's going to be a lot of crazy stuff happening on this stage tonight, so we're asking you to be a little patient. Uh, but fortunately, we have a couple of Kevin's buddies, and this is true. These guys work with Kevin all the time, so they're going to come up and uh, try to keep us entertained for a little while until Kevin gets his, uh, gets his newly thin butt backstage for us. We're all so glad that he's okay, right, after that heart attack, man? So glad that he's here. His first time at Rhode Island Comic Con. We're excited to have him here, but until he's able to get down here and the rest of the VIPs are able to get here and enjoy the show as well, I'm going to bring up a couple of friends of mine, friends of Kevin's, members of the View Askew team from time to time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Chuck and Brad! Hello, friends. Hello, Royal Comic Con. Hello, I'm on now. I'm on. Uh, hello, friends. We are uh, Chuck and Brad. My name is Brad. Chuck's mic is now turned on. It's all good. Uh, we, I was erroneously introduced as one of Kevin's buddies. Kevin hates me. Yeah, he hates him. He, he, hates he fucking me. hates this guy. Let me he just really tell you that. Stand, ah, you broke the F word barrier. Good no, job. we could do it. We oh, could yeah, do it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm aware you were the first one to do it. Now I have carte blanche to spread F bombs throughout the audience. Can we tell the story about why Kevin hates you so much? Yes. Go ahead. Mmm. <laughs> Ah, it's tough making things up. <laughs> no, it's not true. Kevin has never met Brad. That's true. Uh, I film for Kevin once in a while. We are semi-tangentially related. If he sees me very close, he may recognize me. So, a little I, bit of a stretch. You know what? I uh, Real quick, I mentioned F-bombs, and that got me thinking. Um, 
Four years ago at Comic-Con, uh, my friend Chuck here had a bag that he was carrying with him all day, and he said, I don't know what to do. We were moderating a panel somewhere. He said, I don't know what to do with my bag. I'm just going to lock this unattended bag to a table and not tell anyone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me back this up for a second. So we do a podcast called the Chuck and Brad Podcast. We moderate at Rhode Island Common. Oh, thank, thank you very much. Thank you for the polite applause. Thank you, thank you. Let's all pretend we all know it. You ready? I'll do that again. Yeah, all right. We're Chuck and Brad from the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Oh, so many. What the fuck? They're here. They're fucking here. Oh, my God. That's all you guys. They like us. So we moderate cons sometimes. And when you come, sometimes you have a lot of stuff, especially if you're prepared. You might have a laptop. You might have index cards. Pens, tape, paper, anything. And so I'm bringing this bag around, and we're about to go on stage and talk to Bill Diamond about puppets. Great, great guy, great talk. Great puppets. Yeah. yeah. And so I say, I'm going to put this under a table. It has a little curtain on it. And I'm going to take a lock, and I'm going to lock it to the table so no one will steal my... Laptop. Scotch tape. Pens, yeah. Would, who, who here would make the same choice and put it under the table? An unattended bag. <laughs> so few hands. <laughs> yes. So few hands. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Tell the rest of the story. So we finish our panel with the great Bill Diamond, and we come outside, and we're chatting about the panel. And uh, Chuck looks and says, where's my bag? And then I look and say, where's the table you affixed your bag to? <laughs> gone. Completely 100% gone. And we're, you know, we're talking, where's my bag? Where's the bag? Blah, blah, blah. And a guy overhears it. Maybe the guy's here tonight. I don't know. And says, dude, did you lock your bag to a table? And Chuck says, yes, of course. We didn't have anywhere else to put it. And the guy says, the bomb squad is here. <laughs> now, first of all, jury's out on whether or not they were just here for Comic-Con. <laughs> And they happened to be able to help out, or were they called? I don't know. It may have been a team of people cosplaying as the Providence Police Bomb Squad. Could be. Could be. A very popular cosplay costume in 2018. So when I found out about the Bomb Squad, I thought I was going to be in some deep shit. But I wasn't. I was pulled into a room. It was very shallow. And, uh, yeah, and they had my bag. They had it cut open on an operating table like a, like a dead corpse. And I was like, oh, my scotch tape. And uh, they were like, oh, we're so sorry. And I'm like, yes, you should be sorry. <laughs> and what, what I like about that is, is that, you know, the day before, we were, we, you know, we were same, same, same situation, about to do a, a, a panel, and uh, we were in, like, the main convention center, and you were going to lock it to, like, a giant pillar. Yeah. Like, in the, in the most trafficked area, <laughs> yeah. under an escalator, like... And uh, I was like, no, unattended bags are insane. <laughs> and uh, you were like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And then the next day, bomb squad. It's true. Yeah. It's funny because never, I never really heard the phrase unattended bag until Brad fucking beat it into the ground that weekend. Oh, I'm sorry that I've been in an airport from 2001 on. <laughs> There's actually another funny story from Rhode Island Comic Con that we've been instructed not to tell. So here it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Are you sure I can't really, I really can't? Oh, all right, all right. Can we give a hint? Can we give, right. <laughs> I like that we were shut down so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Yes, we will never say it. Like a bat out of hell, we're going to get out of state. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry. We won't, right. we won't say it. Two out of three ain't We bad. won't tell it. But um, are you guys having fun at the con so far? Yeah. Hell yeah. I know that uh, y'all are excited for Kevin Smith, and I also know that November, which it currently is, is the most romantic month. So, as a way to get your brains going, get you thinking about Kevin Smith, and quite frankly, stall for more time... Is there any, uh, any couple here who, you know, early on in their relationship, maybe the first date, was, uh, was somehow Kevin Smith related? Maybe you, you cuddled up and watched Tusk together and you had <laughs> a really weird relationship? I, I see a hand. Is that Really? Get on the microphone and Come tell on, get up to that microphone story. right there, right there, buddy. Give him a round of applause. Love. Give it up for him. What's your name, sir? My name's Stu. Nice to meet you. So, so my wife's not here. I'm here with my daughter, though. Uh, That's the first very sweet. movie we ever saw together was Clerks. Wow. So, rolling on the floor, laughing together at that. We, we knew it was meant to be. Wow. How long ago was that? Well, when did Clerks come out? Wow. Like, 94. Yeah. Wow. So and, you're, and s- you're old as shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not quite as old as Kevin, but yes. <laughs> and from Jersey, too. So. <laughs> there you go. So the scene in the movie where, where the man is uh, perusing the choice of pornographic magazines, are you like, yeah, and you're looking at your wife to see how she reacts to it, and you're like, that's what I like, and what, what if, what, anything? Or is it just like, just a funny movie to watch together? F- funny movie, you know. 20- just a funny movie, because he's here with his daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Good call. Okay. What's wrong Good with this call. guy? No wonder Kevin hates you. Yeah. <laughs> I um, that. that was good. I like I like the idea that November is the most romantic month because I think of February as the most romantic month, right? No. No. February is cold. It's the shortest. That's true. I'm lonely. Like, yeah, that's good. One of the things that happens I've noticed at panels is that people are kind of uh, reluctant to go up to the microphones and speak because it's you know a little hump to get over. So I think it'd be fun to start getting us over that hump early. So when it gets time to be like a Q&A, you guys can, can uh, get right up there. You can Q and Q. So let's see, what should, what should we ask people to get them warmed up to see if they want to come up to the mic and talk a little bit? I mean, it should, it should probably be view askew related. Yeah. So how about this? Who here is the most scared of public speaking? Raise your hand. You are? Go to that microphone right now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Face your fears. Look at the everyone loves you almost as much as they love the Chuck and Brad podcast. What's your name? Um, um, should I lo- keep my mask on? Or? You can take your mask down to talk. All right. Um, my name is Zach, and um, this is my fourth time at uh, Comic-Con. Nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time since I've been here. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think I'm, one of the questions I'm probably going to ask Kevin is, you know, what's you know, what's his advice for screenwriting? Because, you know, I'm, a, I'm an aspiring right. filmmaker, and I want right. to make movies... You know, right. Great. Well, you know. well, his advice for screenwriting is this. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. But I do want to say, for a guy who's scared of public speaking, you did great. That guy has a great voice. Does he have a great Thank voice? You. Thank you. I could probably sing too if you want. <laughs> I, could... I feel like you could lull me to sleep. All right. Um, I'll sing you a. If you want me to sing a song, I'll sing a song. <laughs> sing the song. I want to hear the song. I'm a... I'm afraid of public speaking, but I love public singing. Yeah, you're such a liar. You're not scared of public speaking. You got up there to sing a fucking song. Go ahead. All right. Um, um, all right. Here, here. I was being facetious, <laughs> but... Uh, I wanted uh, to be Hotel California so bad. All right. How about, uh, how about Dancing to the Light? 
What is it? Dancing to the Light by Phil Collins. Do it. Let's hear. Let's hear. It. <laughs> I want to hear this. I want everybody to clap along. Just go like. It's there in the eyes of the children, and my face is smiling in the windows. You can come on now, come on, open the door, brush away the tears of freedom. <laughs> now and here, there's no turning back. You have each other, you have one voice. <laughs> hand in hand, we can lay the track. Because the train is coming to carry you home. Come dance with me. Come on, dance into the light. Oh, everybody dance into the light. All right. That was wow, amazing. Sack. Give what it up the for the biggest liar of all time. He loves public speaking, everybody. Hey folks, um, I just got an announcement. Um, if you have not gotten your photo op with Kevin Smith yet, he's finishing them up now in the photo op area. I'm assuming most of you already got it, or else you would be there now. As soon as he's done there and he's almost done, he's gonna be here on stage for you, all of you folks. So if you haven't gotten the photo op, you can head back to the photo op area and get it now and then come back, because you'll be back here before he gets here, okay? You want more Phil Collins? I'm not singing any Phil Collins. I do enough for this show, I'm not gonna be singing. Perfect, thank you very much. Give it up for Mike. Yeah. You know, it's about time we do the roast of Mike. <laughs> so here's the story that Mike doesn't want me to tell. Are you guys ready for this? I already told it once and I got in trouble for it, so I can't That's do true. it again. That's true, we were definitely chastised for doing it. Wow, it's really funny to hear that like, hey, if you haven't gotten your photo op, leave and go get it. He'll be right here, I swear. That's a, that's a tall order. That's okay. It's all right. I love you, buddy. And if they want a photo op with Mike, you can come up right now. Just Zach. Just Zach. Zach is a ham. So do we have any other liars in the audience who are pretending they can't public speak, but they want to actually sing a song? There you go. Right there. Clerks three. What's your name, buddy? Andrew. Give it up for Andrew. Supportive community. It's very nice. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. What's on your mind? Well, I was gonna sing. Oh yeah, what song do you want to sing? One that I'm pretty sure everyone here should know. Fuck, 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 mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck, mother, fuck, mother, fuck, noise, noise, noise. One, two, one, two, three, four. Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking whiz, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling fatties, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? We smoke the blunts. Rolling blunts and smoke them. Fifteen bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. Doesn't that was amazing. Owe me, owe me, oh. I was waiting for that. Jungle love, yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. Uh huh. I think I wanna know ya, know ya. Wow. Yeah, but. Give it up, that was great. What the heck is going on? That was great, on. give it up, oh yeah. And my legs are shaking. Wow. I can't believe the, the fandom of the Chuck and Brad podcast is so talented. This is <laughs> amazing. So supportive. So welcome to R.I. Comic-Con's View Askew open mic, where you can do anything you want. Does anyone have any spoken word poetry inspired by mall rats? 
I call this one Stink Palm. Oh, do your monologue from Cop Out. (laughs) (laughs) How are you going to pay off this joke? There's no way to pay off the joke of my monologue inspired by Cop Out. That's right. Remember that Bruce Willis is out of touch? It's not my story to tell. I can't tell Kevin's stories anymore. No, that's why why he he hates hates you. Yeah, that's why he hates me. God damn it, Brad. Keep getting yourself in this shit. Wow, we are really stalling up here. Yeah, we're We're really stalling it up. Time is passing as we are talking. It sure is. We got another singer. I got a lyric for you. All right, sir, what is your song choice? We'll pull up the lyrics on the screen. I got a limerick for you. A short-organed fellow named Kevin used a vacuum to stretch it to seven. Then to eight, then to nine, thought ten was divine. There'll be film at eleven. <laughs> if you think our lads, our young lads now a stud, you've been fooled by the size of his pud. Although twelve inches soft, when it rises aloft, he faints from the sheer lack of blood. <laughs> Does anyone else have any limericks? I'm hoping for a haiku. Five, seven, five. Don't forget. Your mic is dead. Brad's mic is dead. That's okay. It's a wireless mic. You know what's funny? We had a conversation right before this, and they said, oh, Kevin wants a wired mic. Why does he want it? And I said, because uh, wireless mics are like 100 times more likely to have a problem than wired. Example, Brad Roar, another reason that Kevin hates Brad. Four reasons now? Four reasons Four that Kevin, reasons hates, that Kevin me. hates Brad. We're gonna get to 13. All fictional. I am, I am Kevin's 13 reasons why. <laughs> You're with me. I Thank you, Zach. I didn't watch the show. By the way, Zach was a plant. We planted yes. him to start this whole thing Zach off. Zach is our child. <laughs> He's a child of the Chuck and Brad podcast. Hold on, adopted. Yeah. Adopted. Sorry to tell you here, yes. Zach. He's been adopted by a podcast. I like. <laughs> it's all right. We we see we have some more hands right in the center here. What do you Possibly got? Possibly an interpretive dance. Yeah, could it? What could maybe, this? Maybe. I think it's going to be a hip hop verse. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm telescoping. They are dangerous. Hi, my name is Vanessa, and we're actually uh, going to talk about going back in love. Oh, yeah, let's do November it. November is the Thank romance you. month. Thank you. So um, I went to high school in the nineties. Okay, and good. I worked at a video store, so it was Camera Shop, Nantucket Video, Vanessa and Video, uh-huh. and I had a stalker. Whoa. Yeah. He was really um, tall. Handsome. Oh, um, sorry, what'd you say? He was tall. Okay. Uh, he purposely did not rewind his videos. Terrible. Yeah. Um, so my husband of 15 years, Jay. Hey, hey. And, What's up, buddy? Um, and our three lovely kids. Hello, hello, hello. Yo! <laughs> Hooray for love. And uh, when we would have a sitter, <laughs> and sometimes the sitter would be like, okay, so what do we do? I said, I don't know. Have the fat one watch the skinny one. <laughs> <laughs> that's Thank great. You. That's great. That's, that's great. Perfect. Give it up. That was Thank great. Thank you, Vanessa. That was fun. What do you got, Brad? Ooh. <laughs> Not a lot, quite frankly. This has already gone significantly longer than I'd hoped. <laughs> Well, let's say this. Tomorrow, who is coming to the Clerks Reunion panel? Clerks Reunion panel tomorrow? Good. Good. Lot. You'll see us. Yeah, we're going to be moderating the Clerks Reunion panel, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So you'll see us tomorrow. Who here, does everyone know about the Clerks Reunion panel tomorrow? Everyone knows about it? Good. Hell yeah. I, w- I would think that everyone here would want to go because you paid money for this, and that one's free. So yeah. you might want to. 
Man, I, I, I'm so confused. Does anyone else want to get up and practice their public speaking yep. before Kevin gets here? Because Poetry. Again, it's, uh, it, it can be intimidating. There we go. We got a volunteer over here. There we go. Here we go. Give it up. I love this guy. This is our best friend. Yeah, hi. Uh, my name is Brandon Powers. Perfect. And, uh, oh, thank you. I, I was really worried what you thought about my name. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what, I, what I wanted to do, I'm not going to sing or dance for anybody here. That's so. all right. Sorry. Ah, uh, boo. <laughs> um, We've all got different talents. So uh, the reason I came up is because uh, I was in high school when I first saw uh, the first three movies by Kevin Smith. Right, yeah. Clerk, Small Rats, Chasing Amy. The Jersey Trilogy. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, however, That's what I they was... were originally referred to as, but then they got expanded. Well, Dogma really screwed that one up. Yes. Although, arguably, excellent movie. Oh, one um, of the best. At that point in time, though, uh, I'd been hanging out with my buddies. I worked in a video store. Right. Um, I had seen a couple of movies that I did not know were Kevin Smith's flicks oh. up on the new release wall. Oh, yeah. Um, my friends started telling me about this movie that they had seen a few years before because I'm a huge comic book nerd as well as a, you know, a film buff. Right. Mm -hmm. And the movie they start to describe to me, it's, it's like, it takes place in a mall and all kinds of crazy zany shit start happening. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. there's this fat guy that doesn't talk with this skinny blonde guy that never shuts the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then they, but the reason they, they start throwing it at me is because I, you know, I'm a, a very caustic comic book nerd. Yeah. And they were just like, this guy Brody in it, he's, he's like, he's an asshole just like you. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a compliment. Yeah, yes. I was like... Sure, I'm, 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 not, I'm up for it, man. Like, yeah. what movie is this? And they're like, oh, it's called Mall Rats. I said, great, when, we, when can we watch it? And they said, oh, we don't, we don't fucking have it. Like, <laughs> go find it, dude. <laughs> and so, uh, funny enough, the video store I was working at, it did not have Mall Rats because the person who had last rented it never brought it back. Oh, maybe that person's in this room. So, what ended up happening was, <laughs> a week later... Uh, funny enough, a week later, Stars on cable was showing that movie. Right. And uh, this is a very old-fashioned sentence. I set up my VCR. Nice. <laughs> to record it, and uh, I, I waited to watch it. It was on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, and my buddies and I would get together on Fridays to have like a film night. Right. So this particular week, I brought that over, and most of our friends they couldn't make it. So it was just me and a, a buddy of mine named Rob. Okay. Well, we made our way to the nearest blockbuster video because we were like, one movie, that's not going to do it. We, we, need, we need a few things. Yeah, right. We're all hopped up in Mountain Dew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so we go to the, the store, and um, he, he goes to one section of the new release while I go to the other. Good. I find this movie, Clerks, and I read the back, and I'm like, oh, this, this looks pretty interesting. I, a comedy. I, I, I kind of want to get this one. So that was my choice. Right. And, it was, it, and was he, com it was completely a coincidence? Completely a coincidence. All right. This kid, Rob, he's the one who started telling me about mall rats. Right. Yeah. He goes over. He's still in the C portion of the new release wall and comes back with this movie. And he goes, this girl is in that movie mall rats I was telling you about. Wow. She's really cute. And it was Joey Lauren Adams. And the movie yeah. he was holding was Chasing Amy. Wow. wow! So we did not compare notes about the backs of these covers. Hold right. on, hold on, hold on. Let me just stop you for one second. Yep. So you guys have three different movies that are all part of the same universe, 
It was all a coincidence. So when you went home to watch them, were you like, wait a minute. Well, are we watching the same? Yeah, Did we it, switch the movies? What happened was we, we each had one movie and neither one of us was thrilled about the choice the other one made. And we got back, and I said, listen, man, I recorded Mallrats. It's, it's my tape. We can watch that whenever. Right. Let's flip a coin and see which one of the two movies we rent we watch first. Yeah. So he, my buddy Rob flipped a quarter. I called heads and won. So we put clerks in the VCR. Wow. We made it right up to the point where Jay and Silent Bob show up for the first time. <laughs> And Rob loses his ever-loving fucking mind yeah. <laughs> right in front of me. And, and, but with no explanation to me whatsoever. Of course. Like, what? I'm like, what, what's happening? Do you smell burnt toast? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and he, he turns to me and he just, he, he, he's like laughing hysterically. He's like, dude, these are the guys. I'm like, very good. You've identified their gender. Now what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And he starts explaining to me like, these, these are those two dudes that are trying to, like, fuck everything up in that mall movie. I was like, wait a minute, you mean mall rats? Like, the movie you told me to see? <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, well, listen, man, we're going to finish watching this. Yeah. And, like, we can check that out after. And then we'll go into that boring-ass chasing whatever movie yeah, you yeah. got. <laughs> and so we, we go right to the end of Clerk's credits, which mm. we were just talking through. We saw Will next appear in Dogma. Very confused at that point. We had no idea. I'm Catholic, and I was like, I know what that word means, and I have no idea why it's at the end of these credits. Yeah. And we put it. We put on Mall Rats, and we get all the way through that. We we talk through the credits. That we're we're both like amped up. And we're overtired and excited yeah. about this whole weird connection. Yeah. And then because we talk through the credits of Mall Rats, we see at the very end of that it says. Will next appear in Chasing Amy, <laughs> and, and we were just like, it was like, it was like watching like a Hard Day's Night. Anytime like the Beatles would come out, we were just like, ah, you know. <laughs> so we, it's like two thirty in the morning now, and we put in Chasing Amy, and we just watched it right through to the end, and it was great. I mean, yes. I watched all three of Kevin Smith's movies in wow. a row wow. by accident on the same night, <laughs> and. <laughs> No by the end of that, I loved all three of them. I really enjoyed Chasing Amy. And my friend Rob, who, ch who picked it solely on the cute girl on the cover, hated it the most. Wow. <laughs> I'll say this. Alanis works in mysterious ways. <laughs> Indeed. Although, I will say, at the end of Chasing Amy, because we, we, we knew there had to be something at the end of the credits for that, yeah. it reiterated that they'd be in dogma, you know, with the parenthetical right. promise. Yeah. Uh, wow. So we were geared up, and we knew that there was going to be some other movie coming up soon that right. we were going to need to watch. That's amazing. I, I got to say, in terms of finding out about this world of movies, that's going to be the stupidest fucking story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. It's Tell me about crazy. It. You guys have to be out of your fucking minds to be walking around a video store going, well, how about this one? It's probably not connected to the one you got. That's like if Cheech and Chong were in, like, Forrest Gump. Titanic, and you're all just were like, I don't know, how about this one? And you're like, well, it's just so strange, but I love that story. That's a well, great thank story, you very man. Much, man. I appreciate when it. When Kevin comes, you gotta do that whole story again, and everyone here has to sit through it. Everyone here has to be like, oh, this is new. Thank you very much, <laughs> yeah. guys. That was great. Thank, thank you, you buddy. That's that was amazing. a great story. I said it was stupid, 
just for the laugh. That's a wonderful story. That's going to be probably like the most fun story of getting into this kind of these world, this world of movies. You know, it's going to be fun to like kind of the, the part of the beauty of this stuff, right? Is that all these characters cross over to to experience that in one night and realize that you're building this world. Right. That's a really fun way to do it. That's awesome, buddy. I think, uh, I, you know, I watched Mallrats with friends, and at the end, it's like, oh, Jay and Silent Bob and Suzanne, that's another story. Yes. And so when Chasing Amy came out to theaters, I was like, this is going to be a movie with a monkey in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to spoil a 25-year-old movie, but there's no monkey in Chasing Amy. So true. the friends I had brought with me to see this madcap caper <laughs> with the monkey uh, were like, Brad, what was that? And I'm weeping and I'm like, I don't know, but I loved it. I love the idea of you watching that little post credit scene with them and the monkey. And for the next movie, you tell all your friends, you're like, no one watched the trailer. This is going to be the craziest fucking monkey movie you've ever seen. You get 20 people there. You're marching down the street. It was, the movie it was six of us. <laughs> We've all got little monkey pennants, monkey hats. We're ready. No monkey. In you get to use your Planet of the Ape costume again? Yes. Oh, man, Four we're all having time. fun. This is fun. Still stalling. It's still stalling. A lot of talking up here. Should have so, had some water backstage. I didn't regret it. <laughs> so we're, you know, like I said earlier, we're Chuck and Brad. We have a podcast called the Chuck and Brad Podcast. We moderate these panels, and we, uh, we do shows down at the Rhode Island Comedy Connection. I don't know if you saw the Comedy Connection booth. Great, great comedy club to check out. A lot of people coming up, um, and uh, it's just a fun place to go if you like live comedy and you like this kind of pop culture stuff. It looks like we have a, a person. Is that Haley Williams? It is from Paramore. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is Chris Revel, also has a podcast. Give it up for Let's Chat with Chris Revel. Yeah. Thank you. He's a great guy. Have you guys seen the, the SNL sketch, uh, It's Pat? That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> How did, why would you steal my opener? <laughs> well, I know you guys still look like you're stalling, so I figured I'd give you a hand. Um, yes. So I've got to ask you guys, what is your favorite Kevin Smith podcast as fellow podcasters? I'm sure there's a bunch of us that like love Fat Man Beyond and all those podcast shows, Smodco shows. For sure. Thank you, buddy. Um, great, great loaded question. We appreciate it. Yes. Chris is also a plant. He is also an adopted child of the Chuck <laughs> and Brad podcast. He's our most disappointing child. Yeah. I've got stickers for anyone who wants them, too. They're for you. Thank you. Uh, so for me, you know, Smodcast got me into podcasting. It was such an early podcast, and it really informed uh, what I love about podcasting. And that was probably the biggest influence on us starting our podcast, right? Yeah, I think so. We actually uh, we wrote to Ming Chen at one point and tried to get ourselves on the, the Smodco radio network. Ming never answered. <clears throat> That's true. And now I know Ming very well, and I give him a noogie whenever I see him. And a wet willy, but only on Christmas. Yeah. Um, I think my, yeah, I, uh, hmm. Yeah, I think just classic Smodcast to me. You know, we, yeah. we went to the, the book signing when they published the, uh, the transcripts of the podcasts. And, um, you know, that was when I, when I met Kevin, and he's like, oh, I don't like the looks of this guy. There's <laughs> a, a number six. That's where it started. He, he just hates my, my face. Yeah. Um, it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a great face. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think classic Smodcast, uh, yeah. for me, it's, it's weird because I, I feel like uh, of the two of us, you know, Chuck is, is directory and has the artistic vision, uh, and I tend more towards spreadsheets and organization, and, <laughs> yep. uh, you know, so it's not the exact same relationship. Scott Mosier is far more talented than I am, uh, but it's a similar dynamic in terms of uh, a creative team 
working together and kind of explaining their process and you know yeah stuff like that. So for me, Smodcast. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really love Plus One. I really, really love Plus One. It's just one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, buddy, thank you. Thank you for trying to give us some uh, <laughs> some stuff. I appreciate it. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, that's one last question too. Like, so how did you get involved with like tell them Steve, Dave, and Kevin and stuff? I know we've talked about it on the podcast, but right. a lot's changed in the last few years for you. So I'm just kind of curious. It's great to see all this Rhode Island, New Jersey, uh, USVU connections. Yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. Uh, Chuck does a lot of film work for the guys from Tell Them Steve, Dave, which is Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson uh, from the Askew Universe. Uh, Chuck does a lot of film work for their Patreon. Uh, and has appeared on a couple episodes of Tell Him Steve Dave as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, and I know you, you don't want to brag about yourself and talk about it. I'm super proud of him. He's my friend. He's doing these great things. He's making this great content. Um, but yeah, Revel wants to know how you got involved with Tell Him Steve Dave. Yeah, so it's interesting. So, you know, I, I've been a fan of Kevin Smith for a long time, probably since I was maybe 15 or 16. Yeah, maybe, we, maybe, maybe 14 or 15. When you were stalking Vanessa at the video store, remember That's that? right, Vanessa. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the rewinding, that was an accident. I just didn't, I, I, I don't have time. But, uh, I, you know, I've always, I've loved Kevin Smith's films since I was in, like, early high school, and uh, I knew about all these surrounding characters and the whole world of, you know, Red Bank, New Jersey, and Leonardo, New Jersey, and I was really into all the side stuff, like Kevin's books and comic books mm. and, and podcasts, and I knew a lot about Walt Flanagan and Brian Johnson, and when I was listening to Smodcast, they would guest on Smodcast, um, and eventually they started their own podcast called Tell Em Steve Dave that they'd record in Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. And that podcast, Tell Em Steve Dave, just got huge. It got really huge. Uh, and the third co-host was Brian Quinn from The Impractical Jokers. Woo! And uh, he, they, uh, you know, they were very popular podcasts, and Walt, I, I think a lot of people probably know that he hates doing like live shows. And so... Uh, they were doing a live show, and I wrote to them and I said, hey, I'd love to come direct a filming of it. And Brad and I went down with Gina, who's in the crowd over there helping tonight as well. Ready Actually, go, same Gina. three people. Yeah. And we filmed uh, their special live at the Gramercy Theater, which we turned into a Blu-ray. Then the Patreon started, and it just all rolled forward from there. And we've done like 100 projects in the past four years. So it's been pretty crazy. But I will say, I think we don't need to stall anymore. I think we're coming oh, to the end goodness. of our stalling. Thank goodness. We'll I, was, I was out of new words. Are we, Are we 100% ready to go? Not oh, 100%. almost 100% ready to go. Yes, yes, we're getting there. We're getting yes. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to have to explain the Kevin Smith panel to friends who weren't here. <laughs> well, the Chuck and Brad podcast was there. They vamped for 25 minutes. <laughs> yes, we just want to give you a wonderful round of applause for vamping for so long and entertaining us. Did such a great job. Uh, so we're going to give these fine gentlemen a break so they can also grab a seat and get back to doing what they're doing. Everybody hang tight. I do have some word that somebody is on the way over. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it very much. See y'all. Chuck and Brad Podcast. Deuces. <laughs>